It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. This week, including some great analogies from Coach Pete Deruda, Dan Brobin, and Philip Menard, battle it out in our version of Financial Jeopardy. Tim Kalanick is some tips on why an advisor can help you earn even more in retirement. Bruce Weinstein and Tim Travis talk about how to not run out of money in retirement. We also have a case study from Parker Holland. That and much more, but first, we're weak. Hey, guess what? Social Security benefits are getting a boost next year. The folks at the Social Security Administration have just announced a 3.2% increase for 2024. That's way higher than the 20-year average of 2.6%, not quite as impressive as the whopping 8.7% bump we saw in 2023. That was the biggest in 40 years. Well, you drink champagne and it tastes like Coca-Cola. So starting in January, the average monthly benefit of $1,848 will see an extra 50 bucks. It's a nice little boost, even though it doesn't quite match up to last year's jackpot increase. Social Security's doing its thing, making moves for the retirees. And if you're looking to buy an EV, the U.S. Treasury Department has just announced a rebate of $7,500. Yeah, that too kicks in in January. That's $7,500 for new, $4,000 for used. There are qualifications based on income. Married couples, you got to make less than $300,000, single $150,000. Those rebates, though, are going directly to the customer rather than having to wait to file your taxes. And for everyone thinks that the Internet knows more about you than you, take heart. California has just dropped the hammer with the Delete Act. Now, if you're a resident of CA, you've got all the power to hit companies with a one-click demand. Delete all of my personal data. Yep, that's right. No more shady business with data brokers buying and selling your info. California's taking the lead. Here's hoping other states might follow suit. And that's one California law. I actually don't mind. And when you just got to have a slice, Domino's has got your back. It's a sweet deal, too. If you're a rewards member, you can snag a free emergency pizza until February 11th. Just place an order of $8 or more while logged into your Domino's Rewards account, and boom, you're covered. Wow. Now, what exactly constitutes an emergency for pizza? Uh, totally on you. Maybe the next time you turn your casserole into a crispy critter, remember? This pizza lifeline. Hashtag emergency pizza. Apparently, it's not just retirees that like to hit the restaurants early for that early bird dinner. Nope, a new study shows more than 15% of reservations were made in the 5 o'clock hour this year. That's the fastest growing time slot. Dinner between 8 and 9 o'clock fell by 2%. One benefit is uh, we'll leave a couple for hours. Okay. Apparently, not just retirees that like to hit the restaurants early for that early bird special. A new study shows that more than 15% of reservations were made in the 5 o'clock hour this year. That's the fastest growing time slot. Dinner between 8 and 9 o'clock fell by 2%. Now, one benefit of the early bird dinner, 
you get a couple of hours before bed, that is good for controlling your blood sugar. Hey, check this out. There's a cool AI startup, likewise backed by none other than Bill Gates. They've got this chat bot called Pix. That's all about helping you figure out what to watch or read using AI and a whopping 600 million data points. So Pix hooks you up with, with TV shows, movies, books, and podcasts that you're going to love. And the best part? Totally free for us users. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. I think. And finally, 104-year-old Dorothy Hoffner jumped 13,500 feet to parachute down an attempt to have the world's record as the oldest skydiver. It happened in Ottawa, Illinois, October 1st. Well, Dorothy passed away a week later, and even before the Guinness folks could confirm it. Well, let's just say she jumped, and she's the oldest. It's not the first time she jumped, either. Last time was at 103 last year, then she did it when she turned 100. All right, let's get this pizza cooking, and for that, we turn to America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruda. In this clip, Coach, along with Thomas Lipscomb, are discussing how saving for retirement needs to be automatic. Well, I, I know a lot of people when I've talked to over the years, they look at saving for retirement as a bill, a bill they don't want to pay, like a credit card bill you get. <laughs> and really, it's it's the one bill you should always pay. You're paying yourself first when you put money away for retirement planning. Yeah. And it's and again, it's retirement's a long way away to a lot of people that are listening, or a very short distance for others, or maybe you're in there already. So if you're already in retirement, you know the beauty, and if, if you put money aside before you got there, you know the beauty of putting money aside for retirement. Yeah. Because it's, it's extra strength streams of income in addition to Social Security. Social Security still exists. People are still getting checks. And the Social Security checks are not enough, though, for most people to be able to pay for all their needs in retirement and also pay for their wants. It's true. Let me let me ask you this. Did you have any major hobbies growing up? Like for me, it was music. Did you have anything that yeah. you just kind of leaned into? I used to have gardens back gardens. in the day. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would grow a lot of vegetables for the family. Nice. It was a lot That's of so fun. Cool. So, and we, we had the, the, the story of this. So we were, I was in Laurenburg, North Carolina, uh-huh. and not far from Sanford, North Carolina, the capital of the brick capital of the world. Yes. So what do they make bricks out of? Clay. <laughs> clay, yes. Well, that's what I used to grow my garden in, of clay. So it, was, it, wasn't the, it wasn't the best soil. The soil wasn't the best, but we did have some topsoil because we were, lived in Laurenburg and we, we were in the woods basically okay. before the house was there. So yeah. some of the topsoil was still there. But if you dug down maybe a couple inches, you hit clay. Wow. And it's not a good place for uh, for anything to grow. No, as I lived in Georgia and it was the same thing, red clay was yep. everywhere. No, the reason I bring that up is I was into music as a teenager and something that was big for me, one of my first jobs was working at a grocery store right. and it took me, I believe, three or four months of working to be able to save up for this drum set that I wanted. <laughs> you had a goal uh, though, didn't I, you? I had a goal. You had a dream. I, but, and there was some relatively immediate satisfaction. It wasn't like getting a candy bar at the store immediately. You know, I had to wait a little while, but it was right. pretty close. Yes. Retirement's a long game. Do you think people right. just get tired of the waiting or why do you think people are avoiding saving as well, much like as Tom Petty said, the waiting is the hardest part. It is. And like I say, there's no rush to get there because once you get there, you wish you weren't there. Sure. Yeah, I get that. I <laughs> life, get that. Life goes fast, Thomas. <laughs> it does. So, uh, you know, are we are we more worried about the journey or the destination? Mm. So yeah. enjoy yourself. And I see a lot of people that, that say that. And they say, yeah, I'm going to enjoy myself and not worry about retirement. But then when you get close to retirement, you wish you would have. That's it, a saying I hate to hear when people say, I wish I would have dot, 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 right? It's finding that balance. Balance. Proper balance is always the key. And, and also when you're investing. Or especially for retirement, when you're building a retirement plan, proper balance between risk and safety, making sure you have some money that gives you predictable and guaranteed income for the rest of your life, and then some money that also can enjoy the horsepower of the market. So you need to combine those two wants and needs and two different places to put your money. And as you get older, less and less should be in the risk bucket, mm-hmm. obviously. Yep. Why? Because if you get towards retirement, like let's say you're a couple of years away from retirement, you still have all your money in the risk bucket. What if it tips over? 
Mm, yeah, bad yeah, news. Never tipped over a cup of coffee. Uh, news, oh, yes. Yeah, and, and not only does it uh, do you not have as much coffee, it makes a mess. It does. And so if if our money tips over, well, then my whole strategy is out of whack. Yeah, so we need yeah. to make sure that we have a proper balance. We need to understand the real the real well the three worlds of money: the safe world, the risk world, and the in between world, the hybrid world that gives you the power the horsepower potential of the risk world without the downside of the risk world. So you can't lose money. You lock your money in. The trench warfare where you advance and protect, we call it. And you may have heard it called GPI, Growth Protection Lifetime Income. Yeah. Who cares what you're saving if you're not going to have any income in the future? Like let's say if it's in the wrong place and you lose it or, or there's no income promises there. We have a lump sum, Thomas. It's a lot harder to pay yourself in retirement because you're always worried about taking money out because you're afraid you might run out of money. Sort of right. like when people, the, the battery, the, like the Tesla kind of cars, the, the Prius cars, there's a psychological dilemma that in people's heads, you know, you're nodding your head over there. I you know do. What it's is it battery fatigue, I think is what it's called, or uh, mileage fatigue, something like that? It's something where you're always worried about running out of the, the battery going yeah, bad on you. Yeah. And I have that same problem. Like with your cell phone, you're always worried about Yeah. <laughs> and so there's <laughs> sure. a way on my iPhone I can check and see the battery, the, the power of it for, for a lifetime. And then it, when, mm-hmm. if it goes under 80%, you need to go get a new battery. Battery. I That's did right. that a couple weeks ago. Now I'm back to 100. Yep. percent So my battery was draining very fast, and so we—that's what happens if you have too much money in your risk bucket and the market goes down, and you're getting ready to retire. If it drains too fast, you're never going to refill it. Yeah, it's, it's true, and I think the way yep. uh, iPhone battery drains, it can affect the processor or the speed of your downloads. And, and I would imagine retirement is the same thing. That if those accounts drain to a certain point, it's no longer just this isn't fun. It's more this is affecting my everyday. Yeah, but here's the zinger. Okay, with well, you got a bad battery in the phone, you go into the Apple store if it's an Apple, iPhone, or whatever. Sure. And they'll put a new battery in for a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. If you drain your retirement account before you get to retirement, there's no Apple store to go re- <laughs> refill your retirement. So yeah. the secret is once you have it, don't lose it. Yeah, that's good. And yeah. once you're to the finish line, why 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 do you keep running? Yeah, if you've already won the race, why stay in it? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so all those kind of things. Looking at the worst case scenario makes sense. And it certainly gives you confidence all the way through retirement. Financial Safari heard on stations all around the country. It originates on 106.1 FM Talk. And you can find the podcasts, financialsafari.com, or wherever you get your podcast. Pizza! Things heated up in Memphis as the founders of Servant Advisors faced off to play Financial Jeopardy. Dan Groban and Philip Menard went head-to-head to tackle categories ranging from important retirement ages, savings vehicles, retirement rules of thumb, penalties and fees, all both vying for the title of Financial Jeopardy Champion. This is Financial Jeopardy. Please welcome today's contestant. Dan Groban was the inspiration for Liam Neeson's character in Taken. He's an (laughs) avid collector of buffalo nickels. He'll face off against Philip Menard. Philip enjoys a nice charcuterie board, and his crowning achievement was placing second to Dan in the second annual Servant Advisors Dart Throwing Competition. Welcome to our contestants. Oh my gosh. Are you ready to play? Absolutely. <laughs> so, you, you, know, you know, today. We're going to work on sharing some important kind of key dates information with you in a fun way. Yes, absolutely. We've got categories, retirement, ages, penalties and fees, savings vehicles, and retirement rules of thumb, just like Jeopardy that we all know and love. Every category contains five questions. For each correct answer, you're going to receive that dollar amount in theory, fellas. In theory. Yeah, associated with that question. Ready to roll. (laughs) And we're going to start out with 
Liam Neeson. I mean, Dan Grobin. <laughs> the right. board is yours, my friend. Okay. Um, important retirement ages for Four, 200. 200. The age at which you can begin making catch-up contributions to your 401k. So this is this is an important point, right? Because, you know, there's a certain limit you can put in, but then they have this catch-up provision, which begins at what is 50 years old? That is correct. Give Philip the next run. Pick your category and the question. All right. Well, he went uh, he went for 200 important retirement ages, you know, just, I guess, uh, kind of limping in a little bit of a toe <laughs> in the water kind of thing. I'll go for 400. Playa. All right. For 400, the age at which you can begin taking your Social Security benefits. What is age 62? That is correct. $400 for you. Second place. Second, first place. First place. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Uh, challenge accepted. All right. Back we're to gonna Dan. stay we're we're gonna stay in the same category, important retirement ages for one thousand dollars. Ladies and gentlemen. Can I buzz in? Can I steal it? This no. is okay. the age that you must start taking your RMDs, required minimum distributions. At. Ooh, tricky question, because that just changed that rule. It, it is a tricky question, and, you know, it wasn't that long ago you had to start at 70 and a half, right? That's right. And then the pandemic happened. There was the SECURE Act that changed things a little bit there. Then the SECURE Act 2.0, it is now for this year. What is... 73 years old and uh -oh, okay judges. so it's the your your 73rd birthday the 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 year that you turn 73 you have to you must take your first required minimum distribution when dan uh, uh huh. By April first of the, the following, following year. year, but that's only for uh, the first uh, one. Uh, well, does it? What does it say? It says. This is the age you must start taking. Okay. You must start, start taking. I've got the judges so they, in my they, ear. It's still 73. And so the they're giving you both 1,000 on, this, on oh, this one. Okay. All right. So we're at right. 1,400 to 1,200. I literally literally think it's funny how the, the government uses April Fools as your first. Right. That's Because when true. people think April, most people are thinking April tax 15th, day. right. But it's not. It's, it's April, April 1st of the following year. For that first. for that first year, and then after that, just to mess things up, you have to take it by the end of that year. Right. So <laughs> technically, if you, this is interesting. So technically, if you wait till April first to take your first required minimum distribution at age seventy four, right? Because you're seventy three the previous year, you have to take two, because then you'd have to take another one by the end of the year. Absolutely. Right. So you take one in April and one before December thirty first. Hey, you can catch Dan Groven and Phil Menard every weekend on Retirement Results Radio on WREC in Memphis. You can call them at 833-856-1380 or head over to ServantAdvisors.com to learn more. Pizza! Now we head to Arizona where we find Bruce Weinstein and Tim Travis talking about running out of money in retirement and how to avoid it. The biggest worry that clients have that I find every single day is that they're going to run out of money in retirement. And so therefore they go microeconomically right back to their portfolios, 
where, you know, they're so stressed. I mean, what if the market goes down? Uh, what if uh, I lose uh, 30, 40% of my money like 2008 and my mm. 401k plan goes to a 201k plan? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, so 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 one of the things that we do, uh, especially in, in our practice together, Tim and I, is we focus on income versus the asset. So instead of setting a goal for how much money you should have in that account, Mm -hmm. we focus on how much income or what kind of lifestyle do you want when you start utilizing that money into retirement. If there's a way for Tim and I to do this for you with and create the same amount of income with 50% of the amount of money to create that income, isn't that something that you'd want to learn about? And so our strategies are really geared towards, especially for people in their 50s and older, are really geared for maximum income streams. You're either a pre-retiree or a retiree, not sleeping at night. And so one of the things that we do together is, and we tell people straight out, you know, you're going to sleep better because you've got two people watching over what you do, both utilizing the same strategies. Tim being very, very microeconomically focused on the money and using what he does to protect the asset and me looking at the real picture and being able to do that because I've got Tim with me uh, managing these assets and me using our proven strategies to create these higher income streams. Staying with that theme, here's Tim Kahalnik with his perspective. I think really the way I typically put it is there's no penalty for being overprepared. And too often we're like by nature as humans, we tend to be procrastinators. So we tend to wait until the last minute uh, until we feel like we have to do something because we're we're doing more to put off the pain of, oh, what if I'm not prepared? What oh. if I get bad news? Yeah. And what I found is, you know, folks that take action that are proactive are typically a lot better prepared for retirement, not surprising, but also that they have less anxiety about retirement and they tend to retire earlier. So if oh. folks out there listening, if they're five years out and they're like, you know what, I, you know, I'll call you in four years and 11 months. Oh, you, know, you can. And if you've already retired, that's not a reason not to call. But the topic that we're talking about right now is for folks that are five years out and counting. Yeah, we, we want to be putting a plan together today so that we can track your progress over time. So we're not scrambling to put things together. Because guess what? If there's some things that need fixed that we find out and you're five years out, we've got time to fix them. That's Tim Kahalnik. It was with Stonebridge Insurance Wealth Management. His show, Retirement Compass Radio, is available on podcasts wherever you get yours. And we've got time for one more clip. And for that, we turn to Parker Holland from The Parker Holland Show. And here, Parker breaks down a case study of a couple and how their retirement played out. Pizza! That's Tim Kahalnik. It was with Stonebridge Insurance Wealth Management. His show, Retirement Compass Radio, is available on podcasts wherever you get yours. And we've got time for one more clip. And for that, we turn to Parker Holland from The Parker Holland Show. And here, Parker breaks down a case study of a couple and how their retirement played out. But here we literally drew names out of a hat. Now, this was this was funny, Steve. I did this in the Arizona office for us. Okay. <laughs> so this is an Arizona-focused plan. Uh, 56 and 58 years old. Oh, pretty young. Eight, well, that's no, that's not young for planning. No, that's, a, <laughs> that's right in the sweet spot. Um, 820,000 in retirement accounts. 
820,000. Nice. And they're retiring in 10 years. So pretty round numbers there for me. Yeah. 56, 58, 820K, 10 years until they start taking income. Now, we run three different scenarios here. We're looking at worst case scenario, if the market repeats what it has done, exact returns over the last 12 years, and then something in between. So 820,000. 56 and 58 years old, retiring in 10 years. If the market doesn't have a single day of growth, this is the absolute worst case scenario, Mad Max, Book of Eli, (laughs) Rapture situation, zero days of return, $96,872 at that target retirement of 66 and 68. Wow, that's their annual? That's their annualized income of wow. 820000 And there's no risk of outliving this. So if we do that standard life expectancy like we talked about earlier in the show, age yep. 88, sure. so that 20-year retirement, this plan's going through 112. <laughs> I'm not having anyone outlive it. This is just what the spreadsheet fits into it. That's $1.9 million over the first 20 years of their retirement and income with zero market risk or chance of outliving that roughly 97000 a year. Wow. Now, we can safely assume that's not going to be the case. The market's not going to be down every single day. Here's where I don't like automated software. I don't like algorithms. I don't like robo-advising because we all have the same limitations. We have to use the exact returns over the last 12 years. Well, if we look at the last 12 years, even counting the craziness of this year, the downturns we've had with the Fed interest rates, with the jobs and earnings data... We've seen a lot of red on the screen for the first time in about a decade. Yeah, right. We've had a lot of volatility over the last decade, but it's gone up. Even as of this week, the market still historically averages over 13% for the last 12 years. So if that's what happens, that 820000 we delay 10 years, that w- would turn that 97000 a year income into 182,000 a year in income. Oh man. And here's the kicker. This discussion is without touching principle that I'm talking about right now. So that income's going to increase as the portfolio grows. I'm not showing 13% growth every year. I'm showing annualization. I'm taking the exact returns, the great years, the down years, everything. So that income would grow to 780,000 by age 88 and 86 over that same 20-year life expectancy. That means that instead of getting out $1.9 million in income, they got out $7.96 million, right under $8 million. Holy cow. And they still had a $14 million account balance. Assuming their life over? expectancy, they passed away at 88 and 86. Wow. Now, this goes through age 112. This is where the biggest misconception we hit is, is that growth and safety are not two ends of a spectrum. They're two goals for the same dollar. The biggest misconception our industry has is that you have to pick and choose. That's not the case. So if you're listening right now and you want your own plan, your own strategy, let us know. But we're not done just yet. Let's say the market does half of that. Half of the last 12 years. Seems fair. So 820,000, 10-year delay, 56, 58-year-old spouse, that couple. At age 66 and 68, they're retiring. They would get 97000 a year, like we mentioned earlier, but that income would grow very quickly to over 121000 a year. So instead of that $1.9 million, they're getting over $2 million in income, and they would still have $2.3 million left for their legacy, assuming... They pass away 88 and 86. They keep going. It gets higher. Sure. These plans take into account market volatility. 
They take into account sequence of returns risk. We're talking about guaranteed income without giving up the growth. We're talking about protection. We're talking about market participating. We're talking about tax sheltering. We're talking about health care and long-term care. We're building all of that, but these are just big pictures. What do you have? When's your target date? What's your income going to be? Parker's with Capital Financial, and you can hear his show weekends on 106.1 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. So that's it. Episode 203 of Financial Pizza, complete and ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts heard around the country each and every week. I bring it all to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, subscribe to it. It'll be in your podcast collection automatically. You'll find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, anywhere you get a podcast, you'll find Financial Pizza. And as long as you're subscribing, rate and share it, really appreciate that. And remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling them at 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 600-700. I've also got links to the advisors listed in the show notes with this podcast. You can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com. I want to thank Chrissy Paradis and Jackie Selby for contributing content for this week's podcast. And Financial Podcast is produced and written by me, Steve Sabell. It originates from the palatial studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, folks. I really do appreciate it. Going to be back next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Sedol. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.